It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This is the Pretentious Wrestling Podcast, a production of ProWrestling.net. I'm Will. He's Jake. You can follow us on Twitter at Will Pruitt and at Barnett Jake. On today's show, previewing NXT TakeOver War Games, featuring, well, War Games. So, Jake, I think something may be happening for the first time in the NXT TakeOver era. We're about to start previewing an NXT TakeOver show. Uh, We're going to be previewing Survivor Series in a few moments as well. And I'm more excited to talk about Survivor Series than the NXT show, and this just feels wrong to me. Yeah, in a way, I'm with you because it's just there's a lot of star power that they've managed to cram into Survivor Series uh, in a short period of time. But at the like, I think about it, and I'm like, I'm guessing at the end of the weekend, people are still going to be talking about NXT being the better show. I guess first of all, because it's only two hours and some odd minutes. I mean, they, they rarely go three hours and maybe they will this time. I'm not sure, but it certainly will be a lot shorter than survivor series. And it probably won't be the same level of overbooked mess that survivor series looks like it's going to end up being. So I, uh, I'm curious as to how the booking is going to affect how each event is received and what people are talking about after Sunday's show. Yeah. And that is a good question because the booking of this NXT show could be pretty spectacular. Uh, let's get into it. Let's preview all of the non-War Games matches first. Uh, Cassius Ono versus Lars Sullivan. Two big guys going at it. It's going to be a really fun match, I think. And Ono has the ability to 
I think elevate Sullivan and do a level of ring work with him and kind of a level of psychology work that Sullivan hasn't been at before. Yeah, definitely. Is this the first time you think Vince will have seen Lars Sullivan wrestle in person? (laughs) I think it might be. And I think Vince might absolutely lose it when he sees Lars Sullivan wander into the gorilla position. Especially if, like, Johnny Gargano is walking back after his uh, UK title dark match against Pete Dunne first. Vince is going to be like, whoa. Yeah, just I mean, I'm just wondering if he'll just get inserted into AJ Styles and Brock Lesnar on Sunday just by just by looks alone. He's but, the uh, new champion of everything. All the titles, all at once. Yeah, but uh, honestly, I, I, I'm looking forward to this one just to see, you know, the, just the kind of sink or swim approach uh, with Lars because I, I think he's improved and I like his act. It's just a matter of well, you know, you kind of get into uh, a little bit of deeper water with somebody like Ono who has just a ton of experience and uh, you know is able to apply some deeper ring psychology than Lars is probably normally used to having in his matches. And so I, I think it'll be a nice experiment just to see where he is in terms of his growth as a talent. And, and I think there's you know obviously bigger things come from Lars in the future, but this will be a nice uh, kind of bellwether to see where he's at right now. Yeah, I'm going to say Lars Sullivan wins this one. I don't think that's controversial. Uh, I I think Lars is a is somebody that they're very high on, and, and Cassius just doesn't seem to be somebody they use in this type of situation to win. So I, I, I think Lars wins here. Yeah. Uh, it's Aleister Black against the Velveteen Dream in one of the more interesting feuds that NXT has built in quite some time. And personally... Uh, I'm excited to see it. I didn't think I'd get this into the Velveteen Dream Act, but I, I think Aleister Black winning this is kind of obvious. Yeah. Am I the only one who can't stop laughing uh, about Velveteen Dream because they can't get Dave Chappelle's Prince impression out of their head when they watch uh, Velveteen Dream's act? <laughs> I, I think that's definitely an issue. And I think part of what I've liked about the story with Aleister Black is it's helped me a little bit get more into the Velveteen Dream Act. Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, it's definitely growing on me. And I hope by the time they get to the point where they want to put it up on the main roster, I'll have expelled all of the uh, Dave Chappelle visions out of my head. But uh, I, I think Aleister Black wins here. But this has been a lot more interesting than I expected when it started. So credit to, uh, to Velveteen Dream for making it interesting. Yeah, good on him. Uh Drew McIntyre defends the NXT Championship against Andrade Almas. And color me surprised that Almas is getting a title shot at this point. But it feels like the right time. I I think it also feels like the right main event to have on the show where, you know, you've also got War Games. So why go all out when War Games will probably sell the show? Yeah, I mean, there have been rumors going around for... I don't know, a couple of months now that Almas was headed to the main roster sooner than later. Um, and so maybe this is him, you know, I, I guess I'm not expecting him to win here. Uh, but uh, maybe this is just him, this kind of exit from, from NXT is his, his title shot. And I, I think, you know, just his act in general has undergone a lot of growth. I mean, the addition of Zelina Vega has helped uh, massively in, in growing his confidence. And just from where he started, uh, you know, a year ago to now, it's it's just been such a massive improvement. He just looks so insecure in the ring when he first started in NXT, and then now he just seems like he belongs there. So I, I'm I'm impressed with where uh, Almas is right now. 
Yeah, Almas is doing some really great work, and I, I agree with you on the addition of Selena Vega really ramping up his presence and ramping up kind of the perception of him in a great way. And it's it, it's a sign of what a great valet can do. It's what great managers can do. WWE is sometimes hesitant to pair people this way, but it works. It adds something to the act. Seeing them interact with someone on that level really, really helps them. And this is a great example of that happening. So I'm I'm picking Drew McIntyre to win. I, I think it's going to be a fun match. I hope it's very good. I, I think they'll probably come out pretty motivated to do something awesome here. I hope so. I mean, I, I think Drew McIntyre is fantastic uh, as NXT's leader and as the champion. And I think Andrade almost is doing some of his best work that we've seen him do in WWE. So I don't see any reason why this shouldn't be a lot of fun to watch. I, I you know, enjoyed the, uh, the angle they did on, on NXT this week. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. I, I really enjoy, uh, Drew McIntyre matches in general, especially in his most recent run, uh, not only on the Indies, but since he's been back. So I, I, I'm hoping this one will, uh, will meet or exceed expectations. Agreed. So let's get into kind of the big two on this show or what feel like the big two for the vacant NXT Women's Championship. You've got Kyrie Sane, Ember Moon, Nikki Cross and Peyton Royce in a four way match. That seems pretty cool. I, I'm all for uh, the four way involving them. And I, I think this is a really fun way to determine who the new NXT Women's Champion will be since Asuka has moved on to the main roster. So, Jake, do we want to just pick winners or kind of start talking ourselves out of certain people winning first? You know, I'm I think Kyrie Sane is probably out for me at this point. Completely uh, agree. Just because I don't think they've established her and her character and a journey for her yet. It just seems way too fast to just go from. Uh, one Japanese buzzsaw leading the NXT women's division to another one. And I I absolutely enjoy Kyrie's ring work, and I think she will grow into being uh, a fantastic star in the women's division, not only in NXT, but in WWE at some point. But it just doesn't feel like her time. And I also feel the same way about Ember Moon. I, I just, there's, what is her character? I, 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 could, I didn't think she could explain it to me if, if she sat down and had to talk about it. Well, um, you see the moon exists and she wears contact lenses and walks slowly. I, I think you've encapsulated all of WWE's character work. With <laughs> like, I, I seriously think that WWE slash NXT, like uh, Triple H thinks that entrance and those contact lenses are doing all the work. Um, and they aren't like they, they are not establishing who she is as a person. And that is a major bummer because I'm, I'm with you both on Kyrie saying, uh, it not being the right time for her. And I think you can build up the big baby face journey for her, um, that will not culminate right now. Uh, and Ember Moon, they've kind of been there, done that with the baby facing. The only way I could see Ember Moon winning is if they decide to make her some sort of nefarious heel, and actually develop her character by having her do evil things. I don't know that I love that idea, though. I, I don't know that I'm there with her as a character to this point. Um, as you're saying, like, I, I don't think it's that time for her either. And I think they need to spend some time developing her as either a heel or a baby face or 
something that I'm supposed to feel something about. So that leaves us with Nikki Cross and Peyton Royce, two women who I, I think actually have pretty phenomenal characters built up for them. Yeah, I agree. I, I guess it depends on what approach they want to take. Because I, I think Nikki Cross is super talented, uh, but I think she's somewhat limited by the sanity gimmick in a way. Like I, I, I just think there's so much more depth to her than what that character allows her per, to portray. But from a like just from a wrestling standpoint and from a gimmick standpoint, like the chicken shit heel, you know, iconic duo characters, I think they would be a great breeding ground for NXT to develop successful baby faces with them leading the brand. So I'm leaning towards Peyton Royce winning this match. I agree with that. I definitely have Peyton Royce circled in my notes. I I think that she, for one, has been overlooked in a sense. Like both Billy Kay and Peyton Royce have been around really since the four horsewomen era of NXT. They've been around that brand for years. So it feels a little bit like the NXT gold watch. But I also, when I think about moving forward, what matches I want to see with these four women, I think you get the most mileage out of Peyton Royce holding that title, Billy Kay helping her retain it, and Ember Moon challenging Nikki Cross challenging, Kyrie Sane finally getting the chance to challenge. You can move forward with so much in that division with those two women on top, and it feels like they could have them on top or near the top through SummerSlam next year. I think thematically it makes the most sense because you're coming off one of the most dominant champions, I mean, maybe ever, in, in you know, in recent memory at least in WWE. Um, uh, you know, with Oscar. So, if you want a change of pace, you kind of have to do something completely different. And I don't think going back to another really strong champion is the way to go with that. And so, I think a vulnerable heel champion, one that people think is beatable, is a is a good choice right now. I completely agree there, and it should be neat. I really hope Peyton Royce wins it. I think that could be a really cool moment for her if she does. And Wrestling shows often are about moments as much as they're about anything else. This is Survivor Series weekend, and it is a great weekend to be a ProWrestling.net member. On top of the normal awesome coverage you get on ProWrestling.net, ProWrestling.net members will get exclusive audio reviews of both NXT TakeOver War Games and the full Survivor Series show. If you want access to those, plus ad-free access to the site and more, check out ProWrestling.net membership for as low as $5.50 a month if you take the annual option, or if you just want to try it out for this month, maybe a little holiday treatsy, check it out at $7.50 a month. ProWrestling.net, click on the membership link. You won't be disappointed. And Jake, now it's time to get into the main event of this NXT show. War Games, uh, The Match Beyond, although I don't think they're calling it The Match Beyond, which kind of bums me out. The Match Beyond always sounded really cool. It is the Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong versus Sanity versus The Undisputed Era. So as we start talking about this, Jake, let's talk about the uh, big thing that came out about War Games this week. We're not going to have a roof on that cage. Good choice, bad choice, medium choice. How are you feeling about it? Well... 
from the perspective of getting decent camera shots, uh, I I would think if they if they're going to have overhead cameras, uh, WCW used to like they used to shoot that cage from a distance just to show how massive it was, and you can never see anything, and so maybe this will help with that somewhat, especially because there's you know it's going to be a fairly large cage to encompass two rings. This but. is the same company that put the Punjabi prison on TV again this year, so let, let's yeah. not talk about visibility like it matters to them. That's fair. That's fair. I, but I, I guess just from a traditionalist standpoint, like it's like, oh man, this doesn't feel like war games anymore. But I, I wonder what the driving factors were behind it. I'm guessing it's going to involve a lot of aerial moves off of the cage, which is, could be a factor in the decision to do this this way. And they might have been really limited by the fact that there was a cage over the, uh, you know, over the top. Because I remember there's a couple of instances in, in previous war games matches where people like got dropped because they couldn't. Like uh, Sid, I think power bombed Brian Pillman one time right in the back yeah. of his head because he hit the roof, and then the you know aerial moves are so limited because the guys have to like crouch on the top rope and, and it alters their uh, you know their their path uh, to their opponent. And so maybe it's just kind of a safety thing. Like it would be my best guess. That was my guess. If you're a woman over forty dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus two is that it, they're really trying to emphasize wrestler safety in that and probably variety as well because I mean, we see it in the Royal Rumble all the time. When you get more than four or five humans in one match doing a thing, it gets pretty difficult to see everything that's happening, to focus on one thing or another. And when you're talking about getting nine guys, even across two rings in that cage, okay, it's a it's a punch and kick fest. What else are we doing here? And the two rings kind of lose their novelty because you've seen both rings utilized all night. So what are we actually doing if you're WWE in that circumstance? And I I think this is a nice way to still bring that War Games feel and kind of bring a little bit of safety and probably variety to it, because I don't think everyone is staying inside the two rings in the cage at that point. And I know that to some violates the point of a cage match, but that hasn't been the point of a cage match for about 20, 25 years. Uh, My bigger issue with this match, and I'm excited, Return of War Games is going to rule, Jake, when you watch old war games, do you go back to War Games '98 to watch that a uh, team war like WCW versus NWO White and Black versus NWO Red and Black uh, all that often? Sure, don't no. Yeah, I, it's, I, I uh, usually go back quite a bit further. Yeah, I mean um, Stevie Ray does work in that match. Don't get me wrong; he he's a highlight, but it is not the best war games. And doing a three way war games match feels very very strange to me. Yeah, I, I guess that you know the, 
the stakes of uh, who who's going to control NXT, or, you know, who's the dominant force in NXT. That seems to be the question they're trying to answer here. But uh, I mean, it really just felt like it was an excuse to have a war games match. At least that's the way it looked to me. Yeah, it definitely feels more like, hey, um, uh, almost like he said, yes, he said we can do war games. Cancel everything. We're doing war games like Triple H. It's through that, like just broke out his emergency war games booking manual that he's had written for six years. Like, no, this is happening. Finally. Uh, told. He, I mean, he's basically said in, you know, in, in recent interviews that he just kind of books things that he wants to see. Yeah. So maybe, maybe he just enjoyed the war games concept as much as others do. I, I don't know if it'll have aged as well uh, as people are hoping when we get through this match on Sunday. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'll be an absolutely, you know, a blast of a brawl to watch and it'll be all over the arena. And there's, you know, shark cages and people getting in and out of the double ring cage. I mean, it's bound to be absolutely mad to watch. So I, I'm looking forward to it in that respect where it's just like, oh, it's unpredictable and there could be, you know, a lot of interesting things going on here because conceptually it hasn't been done in a while and and the guys in the ring are you know are really athletic and that's a huge change of pace from previous war games matches where it wasn't always the athletes in tip-top condition in these matches so i i I think there's there's a chance we could see some real craziness here and that's has its own appeal yeah i i think we're gonna get a lot of craziness we're gonna get a lot of cool stuff out of these wrestlers because they're also probably pretty jazzed about getting to do war games that's uh i mean triple h is kind of said he wanted to do war games back in the evolution days and was always told, no, no, no one remembers it. No one cares. So this is like a decades long quest for Triple H to do a war games match, either as the booker or as the wrestler in it. So uh, I I think he probably came to this with a lot of really great ideas. Uh, So we talked a little, uh, you mentioned the shark cages. The, rest, the teams are all released at once since it's three on three instead of one guy coming out it, after like a release interval. It is the whole team coming out. So you get three versus one versus one, then three versus three versus one, then finally three versus three versus three. And then the match beyond begins. I still just want to call it the match beyond, but this should be very fun. So I guess the question here is, who do you book to win this? Who who actually should win the big three-way tag match? Is it the unstoppable tag team and the plucky baby face? Is it the uh the actual faction that people seem to like that somehow features Eric Young? Uh or is it the Undisputed Era still the new hotness as far as NXT acts go? Hey, I think you put the new hotness over, don't you? I mean I, I'd agree. I, I think you have to, but just from a you know, a, a booking futurism perspective, like you have to think about, well, where is this show going? And I think you know that at least appears to be where they're placing their bets for the time being. I don't think the undisputed era would, uh, would you know, be able to take a big loss like this at this point in their run and just come back and instantly, you know, grow on fans again. So I think they need a win here and then they need to continue their story that they're trying to tell with Roderick strong. And and eventually they should feel like a threat to the entire show. And that's when it becomes really interesting. I agree with all of that. I, I think you keep building up the undisputed era and you give them the big statement win here. You make them the big deal because they are the biggest deal in NXT right now. And 
that's going, you know, this is their first chance to really make a statement on a big stage like a takeover since debuting. I I think you almost have them beat Roderick Strong in this match. Like that that or like Desmond Wolf of Sanity or something takes the pin. You don't you, you don't sacrifice a a major player in this if you're not going to make it like Roddy where there's an obvious story to tell there and they're in the middle of telling it already. Yeah, I think Roddy would be the perfect guy to take the pin, to be honest. I mean, you can you can tell that story throughout the match. You know, maybe maybe his team, you know, isn't quite as enthusiastic about uh defending him or you know, maybe they you know, there's a setup early on, you know, that uh plays into uh, a later turn. I'm not sure, but there, there there's a lot to go on here in terms of setting the stage early in some of the one-on-one, three-on-one, three-on-three-on-one kind of scenarios uh, that you can play into later on in the match. So I, I hope the storytelling is good throughout. Otherwise, it could feel kind of random, and that's that's where it gets disappointing. Where you know where they don't set the stage for the future with the finish, and I hope that's where they're going here. Agreed. Uh, final question: One to ten, what's your excitement level for this NXT Takeover show? You know, I, I'm always pretty excited about Takeover shows, uh, so I'm, I'm going to give it an eight, uh, simply because I think there's a, a solid card. There's nothing on this show that just kind of makes me groan on general principle. Uh, you know, the, I want to see all these matches, and these shows generally don't overstay their welcome, and the match quality is always high throughout. So I, I don't know what there's not to like here. Yeah, NXT Takeover is kind of default at eight for me these days. Um, so I'm right. I'm probably at nine because I'm curious to see. I, I'm a sucker for what an arena looks like, and I'm just kind of curious to see how WWE is going to shoot an arena with two rings in it. How they're going to uh, work the two rings throughout the show. Like I, I like that kind of novelty. Where anytime we see footage from this show, we'll know. Oh yeah, that's from the War Games show because it'll have the two rings. So I'm going to go with nine for that image. And like I said, when we started, I, I still think I'm more excited for Survivor Series, which feels really strange. And we'll talk about that uh, in a preview for it tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Pretentious Wrestling Podcast. For more, please subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a review, show us that you appreciate us, and if you want even more content, check out ProWrestling.net's membership option. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.